0: This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips, your host. On this program, we highlight individuals and organizations that are working to make the South Coast a better place to live and work. Today, we are previewing the annual New Year's Eve first night service held at the Siemens Bethel, 5 p.m. and going on for some time. Uh, This year, we'll focus on, yes, the turmoil in the Middle East and how that impacts us locally. The service is entitled Unity Within Diversity. It begins with us. My guests this morning are Reverend uh, Sandra Whitley of the Bethel AME Church, Martin Bentz, the Outreach Coordinator for the Islamic Society of Southeastern Massachusetts, and Rabbi Raphael Cantor, of the Defereth Israel Synagogue in New Bedford. Welcome to all three of you. Thank you. For coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think we can all agree that what's happening uh, in the Middle East, in Gaza, Israel, uh, is a violent and tragic situation. And we probably will not resolve that here today, uh, of us, but I think we can come away with a better understanding of all of what's happening there. But we are here to talk about uh, the situation that divides communities, including New Bedford, and how we can bring people together rather than drive them apart. Uh, Reverend Whitley, let's start with you. What prompted the idea for this uh, New Year's service about the Middle East, about uh, uh, what's going on? Was there much discussion about the subject matter? Uh, really, I guess if you turn on the TV, you um, there wasn't really much discussion at all about what we should talk about. Is that is that a fair thing?
0: Yes. Yeah. And thank you, uh, Mr. Phillips, for having us here today. You're very welcome. Um, the what for me, um, my heart, and um, knowing that what happened in Israel and what was going on amongst um, 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 the Israelis and the Palestinians, it was um, something that was on my heart. Um, to be prayerful about um, the, these are the lives of, of of people, and it was harmful. And um, so the uh, let's see my my journey, my experience um, around, and I have served in the military. So it came out as something that was very um, harmful. In that this is not the rules of war, the rules of engagement of war, and so the images that we saw on television, it was um, it was it was just heart wrenching, and so therefore, here being new in the community, I um, reached out to um, our um, our members of the faith and um, wanting to be able to lead um, and go into a some kind of prayer vigil, but. Um, what happened was I was educated because I'm new in the community and I am thankful for my brother here, um, Martin, who was able to share um, some concerns and and did it in a, a very gracious way. Um, that therefore, as I reached out to my brother here, the rabbi, who um, is, is Israel, for me this was the beginning of a conversation where sometimes what we see is not always the truth and the facts. And so um, for New Bedford, um, being able to get involved in um, um, what do we do? Because we all are um, um, people. And um, and then my faith, um, being a believer of, of a Christian and being a believer of Jesus Christ, it was, you know, how do we bring about unity? Love. And so... Um, that is um, where some of this began. So, we will let my brothers speak. Sure. Uh,
1: (laughs) Mr. Vince, uh, what prompted you to be involved in this? Obviously, Reverend reached out. That is a good first step. Um, How how did you become involved?
2: Well, thank you, Jim, again for having us here. And um, we are actually pretty close. Uh, The the Rabbi and I have been working with uh, Pastor Dave Lima. Uh, over a number of years, for many of these uh tragic events that have happened uh, I know the rabbi reached out to me when the Muslim uh congregation was attacked in Christ church, and also we were there to support the um Jewish community when uh, there was the tragic um attack at the tree of life synagogue in in Pennsylvania so um we understand that there are misunderstandings and and um lack of uh caring for each other, that we, as faith leaders, can actually try to overcome by being together, speaking together, and uh, being uh, very open with each other. And uh, certainly, Pastor Dave Leva has been leading on this uh, over the years, and um, he called us together and said, well, what shall we do? Should we do something immediately, or do we have another opportunity, which happens to be this New Year's Eve uh, program at the Bethel?" Um, obviously the 31st of uh, december so th- i was ready uh, immediately to uh support and um i also was, had uh, reached out to uh reverend uh, whitley and said this is uh, a way we can do it to, by having a, a unifying uh service
1: rabbi Cantor, you are um uh, you are the uh, probably the veteran of this group but uh, it's going to take part in this uh, New Year's Eve event. Uh, what do you hope? Uh, what what do you hope is the end result there? What do you think? What would you like to see happen?
3: Yeah. So, uh, it's very hard for me to speak about this because we're we're dealing with first of all a very emotional moment within Jewish history. Um, this is a moment of uh, of transition to something I don't know what it'll be. It is a bloodbath. Um, There are red lines, though, that are very important for me to say, even as I come together in conversation with my fellow clergy and uh, in the community. Uh, The red lines that that I feel compelled to say is a Jew-less Middle East, which Hamas is committed to, uh, is not one that I will accept nor will my brothers and sisters who were Jews accept. Number one, I make a distinction between Hamas and the Palestinian people because everybody has different ideologies, everybody has different beliefs, and I refuse to lump people together uh, with that said. So, with that said, I'm also committed to the idea that uh, this should be this... um, This war should come to an end as soon as possible it is a bloody business war and uh and frankly i don't think anybody's hands and i say this uh, no no one's hands are clean in this in this moment okay so i'm trying to walk this line between on the one hand being very clear about what i will or will not accept as a jew and at the same time, be able to converse in brotherhood and sisterhood uh, on the idea that we must move past this. That there is no, there is no some game in thinking that Jews will disappear from the Middle East. They won't, and Palestinians will not disappear from inside Israel nor in Gaza. They will not disappear as either. You cannot kill your way. To peace in this moment. So these are the things that I feel compelled to say, even as we are, that is the reality. This coming together is an attempt to say, even in the midst of this great, great darkness, there can be hope. And I think both Martin and Reverend Whitley have said, I think they share that understanding that we need to find our way through this,
1: which is a very dark period. Mr. Vance, um, what message would you try to deliver at this service? What will be your message?
2: Well, our, our message is a spiritual message, in, um, and then we take our references from the Quran and the uh, uh, life of the Prophet, peace be upon him, uh, and his uh, sayings. And w- the message that in the Quran is very clear that God has created us all from one source, and we are all actually God's children. Though we may be of different colors and different uh, uh, backgrounds, he created us into different tribes and uh, nations so that we can get to know each other. That's a quote from the the Quran, And that we should know each other not in hatred but in in brotherhood. And in fact, one of the uh, things that the rabbi just uh, brought to mind is that uh, Jews and Arabs and Muslims had lived together in peace for quite some centuries. Um, It's just how do you find that balance where now that there are a larger number of Jews in the Middle East, and of course the Palestinians, how can we find a way for them to live together in a larger context than um, was the case uh, maybe 100 or 200 years ago when there were fewer people there?
1: Reverend Whitley, what what will your message be uh, on New Year's Eve?
0: The message is, Um, as taken from our uh, text, is how wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters live together in harmony. And the message of that harmony and that peace and that unity comes through love, love of our neighbor, as well as the love of our God that we serve.
1: Rabbi? Rabbi?
3: Uh, my uh, I will. I, I really want to put forward the the, the understanding that of Tzalamelohim. Elohim is a phrase used in the Book of Genesis to describe the image of God. That is how God created each one of us, and the idea is to find that spark, that divine spark, and honor it and respect the divine spark that lies in each and every human being. And there are those who would like to say that there is not a divine spark uh, in, in others, and those are the people that I think we have to confront with this greater understanding. And, of course, Reverend Whitley referencing love is where we go, hopefully. If we can really acknowledge the divine spark, then we can love each other as well.
1: You're listening to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guests are Reverend Sandra Whitley, Rabbi Raphael Cantor, and Martin Benz, who is the coordinator for the region's Islamic Society. Okay, so you g- deliver your remarks. Deliver your remarks on New Year's Eve. Uh, there's a, maybe 150, 200 people in the Siemens Bethel. No, maybe we no, no, really. hope so.
0: Yes. Really so like yes. And. <laughs>
1: you deliver those remarks everyone comes out everybody shakes everybody's hand it's a peaceful scene what happens after that want to start with the rabbi on that
3: uh what happens I, what that? happens after that is what we have been building all the time that I have been a rabbi here in New Bedford I don't know that I'm the the, the most senior I I would actually talk to Dave Lima. I think he predates me uh somewhat but but uh in any case in all the years that i've been here the foundation has been com- uh, being able to talk to each other conversing about issues and trying to build greater understanding among the faith community
0: all right uh reverend uh, whitley and again i want to also say that that unity has been through as we have keep mentioning Reverend Dave Lima. And so he is that um, that interconnector um, um, with us. And so at the end of that service, everyone would have seen that how it is that we have come together across our faiths, across our ethnicities together and want to move forward. And so we welcome everyone who attends that service to come and to reach out to us um, and to be able to not just hold within, but to come and to share what it is that um, there may that may be their concerns that we may have a community conversation if needed. And I understand that the that that has been done in the past, but around this been. very heart wrenching um, season, so that would be my expectation.
1: Uh, Martin Vence, what's your thoughts about what happens after that? It's a wonderful thing to have this service and to talk uh, uh, about this issue, Uh, but clearly it can't stop at the doors of the Siemens Bethel.
2: Absolutely not, and we need to continue the conversation. Uh, We welcome people to uh, learn more about Islam. Um, And in fact, one way we have done that in the past is in the early spring, we usually have something called Open Mosque Day. And we invite people to see what is a mosque, what it is all about, um, and to have a continue the conversation. And um, I know uh, the rabbi has come to those uh, sessions in the past. Uh, we'll invite Reverend Sandra, who's just recently come to this community, but we invite the whole New Bedford area uh, community to come and, and visit. But it's the important thing is to continue the conversation, is to continue to educate ourselves. What is the true principle of any of our uh, faiths? and our um, concern for human beings in general, because the the tragedy of this moment is that too many human beings are actually being affected and harmed uh, most unnecessarily. And we have to now heal together uh, in how we can find a way to uh, stop the uh, animosity so that, in fact, we could live... Together in harmony with um, our Jewish community in in Israel and the Palestinians in general,
0: and that the doors of our houses of worship are also open for those who may not um, decided to want to come in. Right?
2: Exactly,
1: but that that's all very nice. I mean, I I, I agree Uh-oh. with it all a hundred percent. But there are still threats against Jews and I'm sure against uh, Islamic uh, it, yeah, members said, of the yes, Islamic Society. Uh, that hasn't gone away, has it? We, every time I talk to you here on this yeah. program, we talk about this.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll put it out there. The numbers of anti-Semitic incidents in the United States continues to climb. It is at levels we've never seen before in decades. Uh, it, so that is a fact. Um, and that is disturbing, and the, and and I would like to say that there is a responsiveness of our government, at least for, on my on behalf of the Jewish community, that I think has met the challenges uh, so far. Okay, now let's talk about where we live. Where we live, the incidents of anti-Semitism have remained uh, almost negligible, if at zero. Now I don't want to jinx it, so you know, poo 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 as we say. <laughs> I'm a, hmm. occasionally superstitious. I don't want to. I don't want to do anything to uh, to change that. Uh, we live in an ethnically diverse area. I think that has a great deal to do with the fact that there is a low level of anti-Semitism or really negligible. So I think we we can model what a community looks like. With very little anti Semitism. And I think we do model it. We model it in the way that we live in these very different, with very different people from different communities, different ethnicities, different religions. And I continue to see that as the way forward. Unless we know the people who we don't know, uh, those misunderstandings will continue to grow. When we know each other as a diverse community, one that should be embraced. And I think we embrace it here in New Bedford and on the South Coast. I think there's some very powerful modeling that we do, even in our little uh, our little place here on the South Coast.
1: Mr. Benz, uh, tell us about uh, what you've seen in terms of discrimination.
2: Well, thank God, uh, uh, as uh, the rabbi said, in this area, um, there hasn't been many overt incidents directly. But I've heard of, of incidents in the... Um, Massachusetts area where uh, ladies have been uh, attacked because they're wearing a scarf for religious purposes and they're um, given words that are not uh, appropriate. and In one case, uh, actually, someone tried to remove it from her, which is uh, basically an assault. But in this particular area, we haven't seen that kind of animosity, thank God. And I, what I appreciate is that um, the U.S. Congress actually recently uh, passed a resolution Condemning all forms of hate, and it started out with being only condemning anti-Semitism, which was certainly a concern. But then people realized, well, all forms of hate are unacceptable. So that they included any Islamophobia, people against uh, other people's faiths, or, uh, the, for instance, the Sikhs, um, and also if you're LGBTQ, any form of health, hate is is condemned. And I. I believe that's our motto in this area. Uh, play, hate has no faith here. Place faith. Hate has no place here.
1: Um, we're going to leave it to Reverend uh, Whitley to uh, wrap up the conversation. Uh, you've heard this, You've heard the two gentlemen speak about threats, discrimination, uh, violent threats in some cases, and uh, it, it it's disturbing. How do we overcome this? how do we deal with it
0: and the, as i was listening um to my brothers here um the the scripture comes to me that says that where there is no vision or the knowledge the people perish and for me as i um, observe and have listened to and and know about the faith the the i but just believe that people are hurting in their own way and and it just manifests itself towards hate, but it's not necessarily all the time until we are able to be in a space where we can talk. It's not all the time as it appears. Um, So it's it's big, but yet, um, and especially after this pandemic, there is just so much hurt and so much pain that may or may not be because of of what we are knowing, are hearing here about Israel and Hamas and the Palestinians, and so and some of that, um, you know, going back and just to the biblical times of the Jewish community and when they were established and and the Arab, it um, I I it goes back to if we could just get in the space and be able to listen to everyone, just listen. And as we listen, then we may hear the solution to what will bring us to that place of unity and harmony because everyone is hurting in
1: some way. Sounds like a community conversation to me. Maybe a few. Uh, of but, how uh, do we? Yes. Yeah. Just. My guests have been uh, Reverend Sandra Whitley of the Bethlehem Church. Also uh, Rabbi Raphael Cantor of the DeFerreth Israel Synagogue, and Martin Bentz, the Outreach Coordinator for the Islamic Society of Southeastern Massachusetts. We've been talking about the annual New Year's Eve service at the Siemens Bethel in New Bedford, December 31st at 5 p.m. And this year, the service is about the Middle East and its impact on cities like New Bedford. The service is entitled Unity Within Diversity. It begins with us. So thank you, all three, for coming in and uh, enlightening us a little bit more about some of the difficulties that are going on uh, in the world that we sadly see every day on television. Thank you again for coming in.
2: Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. you.
1: Again, the service, New Year's Eve, 5 p.m. at the Siemens Bethel in the New Bedford Historic District. Town Square Sunday returns in just a moment.